1: Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up with the hot and humid conditions, the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission is giving farmers a heads up about fusarium. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans and brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 306 352 1866. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny and a high of 24. Tonight, a few clouds with a low of 12. Tomorrow, there's a mix of sun and cloud, a 30% chance of showers, the high is 25, the low 15. Sunday, sunshine with a high of 27. There's a 60% chance of evening showers and a low of 14. Monday, increasing cloudiness with a high of 25. Evening showers are expected and a low of 13. Tuesday, rain is expected in a high of 19, low 10. Wednesday, that sunshine returns, the high 24, the low 11. And Thursday, sunshine with a high of 25. Normal high for this time of year is 25. The normal low is 11. Sun rose this morning at 454. The sun will set tonight at 912. Around the province, Estevan, it's 23. They're the provincial hotspot this hour. Saskatoon at 18, Swift Current at 17, Weyburn at 22, Yorkton at 19. In Moose Jaw, it's mostly cloudy and 21. In Regina, mostly cloudy. Winds so southeast at 11. It's 22 degrees. Egg news is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance, storms are unpredictable, we aren't. Apply for your rented farmland coverage by August 1st. You're always covered with smhi.ca. Filling in for Jim Smully, this is Ryan McNally. The Sask Wheat Development Commission is reminding crop growers about the risk of fusarium on wheat and barley. Dallas Carpenter is a spokesperson for Sask Wheat.
0: So Fusarium is a fungus, so it, there's a, a lot of different strains of the fungus that reside in the soil throughout the province and throughout the country and really the continent, and the one that causes the most problems is Fusarium graminarium, and that's the one that causes the the greatest amount of problems usually for uh, cereal producers in the province, and that's the one that producers apply fungicide for and usually on the outlook for, but there are uh, a lot of different strains of the fungus out there.
2: What are some things
1: uh, wheat farmers should watch for uh, when looking for fusarium?
0: Well, I mean, there's nothing to watch out for. If you see signs of fusarium, it's too late to do anything about it. What you're looking for really are the right conditions. So if your wheat crop is heading and it's hot and sticky out and the humidity is high and the, the dew point is high, then that's the time to consider if it's time to perhaps apply a fungicide. So your window to apply a fungicide is very narrow. It's about two days. If you're wheat crop is done heading and done flowering, then uh, you probably missed that window. But this year, because the late start and because the conditions were so dry, everything is kind of all over the map here. So everything is a little bit funny this year and crops are a little bit short. So producers are considering the yield potential of their crops and whether it's it's worth it to, to apply a fungicide at all.
1: Tell me about uh, your guys' map that you have on Twitter. Uh, how often does it change?
0: The map changes daily, and it's forecast four days in advance. And so that map is produced by Weather Innovations out of Ontario, and they have a few hundred stations throughout Saskatchewan, and uh, they gather the humidity values and temperature values and they produce that, like I said, four days in advance, and they change that every day and produce three different levels. So right now, most of the province is at low risk, mainly because the temperature is low. And even though the humidity level is it's in the you know moderate area, but because the temperature is low, the risk level is relatively low outside of pocket in the northwest and a little pocket around Arcola. But that can change quickly, depending on we have rain again, and if the temperature goes up, but uh, again, just because the crop was so late and the rains were so late this year, a lot of producers are waiting if a fungicide application is necessary this year.
1: And you did kind of touch on this, but what determines uh, the changes of the map?
0: So it's based on a model called the DeWolf model. It's really dependent on the temperature and and highly dependent on the humidity level and really if it's hot and really humid out and the dew point is high, then that is really the ideal condition for fusarium to do damage in the newly emerged wheat kernels. So if that's the case, that's when you want to put your fungicide on in a regular year. So that's about a two-day window in a regular year. In a year like this, when the yield potential is... Lower, most producers have to do a cost-benefit analysis to see if putting that extra cost into a fungicide is is worth it for them.
1: And where can people find this map online?
0: They can go to our website. It's uh, saskwheat.ca, or they can check us out on Twitter, so at twitter.com, and uh, we're at at saskwheat.
1: That was Dallas Carpenter, a spokesperson for the Sask Wheat Development Commission, talking about the risk of fusarium in wheat and barley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Egg team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at LandForSaleSask.ca. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association has organized a benefit concert in Bigger, which will take place tomorrow night in Bigger. It will help those impacted by the Argo wildfire, which burned over 22,000 acres of pastures and destroyed more than 75 miles of fence during the third week of April. Cattle producers have found alternative grazing for their animals and have been building and repairing their fence lines. Fortunately, the region received some very much needed rain during the last half of June. Bob Heather and his son owns 200 purebred and commercial cattle and had 17 quarters damaged in the Argo wildfire west and south of Bigger. We spoke to Bob on Wednesday for an update, including the recent rain.
3: In this area, we've got around three inches of rain. So it's been really good for for the grass and for the well-being of people, I think, mostly.
2: It really probably does give people a little bit of a sense of uh, optimism now that wasn't there two months ago.
3: Yeah, I think most people were a little depressed for a, a month or so there till it rained. I think it just helped the outlook on, on everything. Really, the, the little bit of rain we've had.
2: What kind of an impact has that rain had on the area that was uh, burnt out? Uh, uh, are we starting to see a little bit of greening up yet?
3: Oh, it's amazing. That the grass is is growing really well in most places, except where it, there's spots where it burnt really. Hot and it's taking a little longer to get going, but most places the grass has started really well. It's actually amazing how fast it's come back.
2: Is that a good sign for the future?
3: I hope it is. <laughs> if we just continue to get a few more rains and a few more, or a few more showers through the area anyway, I think it'll help.
2: Are we looking at one or two years before cattle can go back in those areas?
3: Well. Some people have very little choice. I think there will be cattle out on some of it yet this year. But the best thing that could happen is if you could leave it for a year or two. I think by next year, especially if we get some more rains, I think there will be cattle on, on these pastures.
2: Putting cattle on too early, that not only hurts the grass potential in the future, but is there any concern about the cattle getting too much charcoal in them or anything like that? Well, or?
3: we were we were fairly concerned about that because we have a few on on a little bit that it didn't burn really bad but it has burnt and we were worried about the ash there's still a lot of ash but we haven't had any trouble we've been checking it fairly close and we haven't had any trouble so
2: the big job has been making fence i can imagine you've been doing a a lot of that uh... uh, how much fence has gone up in in that area how much have you put up and how much have you seen your neighbors uh, put up as well
3: it's sort of a steady job i think we've gone over about ten miles of fence ourselves and it's surprising some of the fence isn't near as bad as we thought it was going to be so we've saved some wire and stuff like that but as far as everybody else everybody else is sort of just working steadily at it and eventually (laughs) it's going to get most of it will get put up this year i think
2: is it one of those things where you do it when you have a little bit of time or
3: yeah my son works out so when every time he's home we that's all we do is fence
2: (laughs) I understand a, a stapler was purchased uh, with some uh, funds raised from the community. Uh, have you worked with that stapler, and how does it help you uh, make fence?
3: Yes, we've used it quite a bit, and it is it speeds things up just amazingly. Yeah, it works really well. It's a little bit like a staple gun or a, a nail gun. It uh, has a, a gas tube and a, a battery that ignites it. It just fires a staple into the post. It works really well.
2: So that eliminates the, the hammering and all that? Yeah. Yeah. So, But you still have to pound the posts in?
3: Well, yeah, we still have to pound posts and string wire, so it's time-consuming work, yeah. that's all.
2: And the rain would be make a big difference, too, because it would be easier to pound those posts.
3: Yeah, the posts are going in really well right now after this rain we've had.
2: Three inches, what kind of impact has that had on other pastures that weren't in that Argo uh, wildfire? Uh, what are pastures looking like in other areas in that bigger region?
3: I think most of the other pastures are coming along. We've had three years of dry weather, so, you know, they're not great, but this really helps, you know, all the grass. Uh,
2: helps the grass. Uh, was it a little bit too late for the hayland, though?
3: Yeah, I think most of the hay crops are well below average.
2: Has haying started already?
3: Uh, I don't think in our area there's very much been done yet. People are still just waiting.
2: We had talked about uh, people not knowing what they were going to do with their cattle, uh The rain has helped ease the situation a little bit. Uh, Have you heard about people maybe looking at the green feed option now that we've got some rain?
3: I think that's what most people are are aiming for now. There will be a little bit of hay but you know I think most people are just holding on hoping for some green feed or something like that to work for them.
2: So will it be mainly crops that were seeded before that will instead of used for grain will be used for green feed type of thing? There's
3: some of that and some people have just waited for the rain. To seed green feed so there's some really late crops that'll be used for green feed too.
2: Your cattle I'm assuming they're still uh, in uh, other pastures or in different yep, areas?
3: S- yes they're still scattered around the country actually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How many places are your, your cattle, uh, do you have to re- rate are, it all down to keep track of where they all are? Or?
3: We're usually in two groups or three groups through the summer and this year I think we're in six different places. The furthest little pasture we have is probably 20 miles.
1: That was Bob Heather, a cattle producer in the Bigger area. He is one of the many people impacted by the Argo wildfire during the third week of April. A benefit concert is being held tomorrow night in Bigger featuring Saskatchewan musician Chris Henderson. Advance tickets are still available at the Bigger Credit Union. They are $25. If you buy at the door, the admission is $30. Doors will open this Saturday evening at 7 and the Jubilee Stadium in Bigger. The program and show begins at 8. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1 800 284 9999. Here are the latest Viterra grain prices. Durham unchanged at 239.51. Feed barley up 40 to 212.63. Canola is down 270 to 399.32. Flax is down 3979 to 472.42. Oats down 236 to 183.92. Yellow peas unchanged at 239.54. Feed wheat unchanged at 196.98. Number one, Red Spring Wheat down $1.52 to 222.89. The livestock quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia at 642 4180 or Weyburn at 842 4574
0: this is graham barnett with the market report heartland livestock here in Mooshaw. no sale here this week on the first of july week next sale here is tuesday july 9th we are receiving right up on monday right up till eight o'clock in the evening for more market information give heartland moose jaw a call at six nine two two three eight five this is graham barnett reporting let's have a great afternoon
1: play saskatchewan perk prices are unavailable this afternoon On the outlook for today, mainly sunny and a high of 24. Tonight, a few clouds at a low 12. Tomorrow, there's a mix of sun and cloud, a 30% chance of showers, the high 25, the low 15. In Regina, it's mostly cloudy and 22 degrees. That's Saskatchewan agriculture for today. For Jim Smalley, this is Ryan McNally.